Good morning. It's Monday, February 20th, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here is what's making news on the front page this morning from Washington, a story Iran raids seen as huge task for Israel. From Lahore, Pakistan, Taliban gaining more resources from kidnapping. And after bailout, Detroit fallout trails Romney. In today's national headlines, Mark Leibovich reports on David Pluff, from knife seller to campaign knife thrower. States try to fix quirks in teacher evaluations. And physicists create working transistor from a single atom. John Markoff will have that story. In this morning's business headlines, Pressure drives changes at electronics giant. We hear that story from Beijing. In China, movie packed more 3D and less reality. That story is reported from Los Angeles. And young men see humor as essential, a Comedy Central survey says. There will be more business stories, along with more national and international news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Bill Keller. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written by Elizabeth Boomiller from Washington, entitled Iran Raid Seen as Huge Task for Israel. Should Israel decide to launch a strike on Iran, its pilots would have to fly more than a thousand miles across unfriendly airspace, refuel in the air and route, fight off Iran's air defenses, attack multiple underground sites simultaneously, and use at least 100 planes. That is the assessment of American defense officials and military analysts close to the Pentagon, who say that an Israeli attack meant to set back Iran's nuclear program would be a huge and highly complex operation. They describe it as far different from Israel's surgical strikes on a nuclear reactor in Syria in 2007 and Iraq's Osirak reactor in 1981. All the pundits who talk about, oh yeah, bomb Iran, it ain't going to be that easy, said Lieutenant General David DePula, who retired last year as the Air Force's top intelligence official and who planned the U.S. air campaigns in 2001 in Afghanistan and in the 1991 Gulf War. Speculation that Israel might attack Iran has intensified recently as tensions between the countries have escalated. In a sign of rising American concern, Tom Donilon, the national security advisor, met with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel in Jerusalem on Sunday, and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Martin Dempsey, warned on CNN that an Israeli strike on Iran would be destabilizing now. Similarly, the British Foreign Secretary William Hague told the BBC that attacking Iran would not be the wise thing for Israel to do at this moment. But while an Israeli spokesman in Washington, Lior Weintraub, said the country continued to push for tougher sanctions on Iran, he reiterated that Israel, like the United States, is keeping all options on the table. The possible outlines of an Israeli attack have become a source of debate in Washington, where some analysts question whether Israel even has the military capacity to carry it off. One fear is that the United States would be sucked into finishing the job a task that even with America's far larger arsenal of aircraft and munitions could take many weeks, defense analysts said. Another fear is of Iranian retaliation. I don't think you'll find anyone who'll say, here's how it's going to be done, handful of planes over an evening in and out, said Andrew Hain, a former Pentagon official who is now director of the Rand Corporation's Project Air Force, which does extensive research for the U.S. Air Force. 
Michael Hayden, who was the director of the Central Intelligence Agency from 2006 to 2009, said flatly last month that airstrikes capable of seriously setting back Iran's nuclear program were beyond the capacity of Israel, in part because of the distance that attack aircraft would have to travel and the scale of the task of taking out Iran's four major nuclear sites. The uranium enrichment facilities at Natanz and Fordo, the heavy water reactor at Iraq, and the yellow cake conversion plant at Isfahan. Still, a top defense official cautioned during an interview last week that we don't have perfect visibility into Israel's arsenal, let alone its military calculations. His views were echoed by Anthony Cordesman, an influential military analyst at the Center for Strategic and International Studies in Washington. There are a lot of unknowns. There are a lot of potential risks, but Israel may know that those risks aren't that serious, he said.